Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 130 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 2 commentary series with episodes 223 and 224, Love Together, Die Alone. Woo! And this is a very special podcast because Justin and I are in the same room recording. Ah! Which is almost unheard of. So the audio should be crystal clear and not telephone crappy. Uh, we're here in Berkeley, California, uh, and it's a nice day. I was going to say balmy Berkeley, but mm-hmm. it's pretty nice right now, so yeah. uh, nice and sunny. Comfortable. Yes. A perfect day for podcasting, Temperate. some might say. Yeah, exactly. So Stay inside. Stay inside and <laughs> talk to yourselves. <laughs> That's what you do on a nice day. Yeah, why not? Everyone listening to this knows that. Exactly. Don't go outside and enjoy the weather. Not at all. So, okay, so this is pretty interesting. So we're just coming off of three minutes. Yeah. Michael setting them all up for disaster. Clearly. Uh, and now we have the explosive, or should I say implosive? <laughs> Season two finale. I think, oh my god, that sounds like something Damon Carlton would say. <laughs> I'd say the finale will be implosive. <laughs> It's like, what does it mean? What does it mean? And you find out, and it's not that big a and deal. And you find out, and you're like, and they're like, what? We kind of, we yeah, just, we told, there's an implosion. What are you going to do? Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> um, alright, so, I'm trying to think. I just noticed when we were watching, like, a few minutes of the previous episode, three minutes, that, like, at the beginning when Michael's holding the list with the names on it, you can read through the paper. If you're actually looking uh-huh. closely, you see Jack Shepard... Kate Austin, you know what he's looking at. Oh, wow. So How do we never catch that? Yeah, I never noticed it before, but just now I was like, oh, I can totally read that. The quality of Blu-ray? Yeah, it must be the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray difference. Buy a Blu-ray player today if you haven't already. Yeah, no, it's it's the way to watch it. It's definitely the next generation in all media. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it, Blu-ray. Um, so this is obviously a pretty great episode. Uh, parts yeah. one and part two. There's a lot going on here. I haven't seen this in forever, so I'm looking forward to uh, some of the parts I don't remember. Yeah, me too. I'm also looking forward to some of the parts I do remember. But uh, yeah, the parts I do remember, I don't care about. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I remember some interesting things from this episode. This is definitely from like what I would consider the maybe the early golden age or something of yep. the show. I mean, this is when like before season three. Yeah. Season 3 definitely, like, broke a lot of dreams. I mean, it's weird because Season 2 is also, like, full of letdowns, but, you know, <laughs> uh, there was still somehow hope that Season 3 was able to crush a little more mm-hmm. thoroughly, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I, the other thing is that, um, I mean, they admitted that they were kind of spinning their wheels before they had uh, the end date. And this, you know, this is before then. And the early part of season three, that's what they blame it on. Like, they didn't, they didn't feel comfortable progressing the story mm-hmm. without knowing, like, how long they had to yeah. continue. So, so they just kept a couple of their characters in cages for a while. Yeah, exactly. Literally trapping the storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So it couldn't progress more than that. And then once, you know, they have that date that we have, Naomi shows up mm-hmm. and the, you know, the plot gets going. Yeah. There's actually a progression. And it's it's strange uh, how you can see that, like, within the show itself. Mm-hmm. There's You can you can kind of feel it. But there, there's some interesting 
things in season three, but I think I think this episode is uh, uh, definitely for me. It was one of the more exciting uh, finales because season three was coming off like a really frustrating, disappointing season, and I think this one had some problems, but there was there was a huge build up to it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and with the the return of the boat, and you know, we're, boat. Shor- we're shortly going to learn that it was Desmond. Spoiler alert. And the you know the whole idea of learning like stuff about the history of the islands like yeah. at this point we don't know anything and it, and it is important to when we first get the sense of because we you know when you're thinking about the characters trying to get off the island you think about the possibilities how they could do that boat is one of them yeah and you go oh, okay well if they can only get a boat maybe they can get off and yeah then this of course tells us it's way more complicated than yeah that. yeah. They don't want to leave that avenue open. They don't want to say, well, if they could just find a boat, then everything would be fine. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, the show can't be that simple. Yeah. You know, there has to be this whole thing, like, yeah, if they know the exact bearing and whatever, you know. Yada, 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 time barrier. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, it was a good, it was a good turning point for that. At this point, like, getting off the island seems really far away. Even though, uh, uh, we have a possibility, but they, they take away the hope, like, really quickly. Yeah. And if you see the boat and you're thinking for any second, like, they're just gonna hop on there and leave. Well, as soon as you Desmond, you go, oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, the guy that left, like, 20 episodes ago? Yeah, is still here? That's yeah. not a good sign. Yeah, I don't think it worked out. You know, speaking of the time barrier and not being able to leave the island, I was just, just popped in my head about Across the Sea and Mother and the whole beginning of that idea that Man in Black can't leave. And uh, it made me question, I was just thinking, like, if any of that time barrier stuff should factor into what she's talking about. Like, she says you can't leave, like, physically, like, if you try, you won't be able to get out of here. And you'll just die trying, right? Because they don't, they don't have modern ships, so he'd have to be on some sort of raft or... Well, they have ships of their time, which I guess are fine, but, you know, even if he had a ship, he couldn't necessarily leave and he might just end up dying out there. So maybe that's part of why she's saying he can't leave. But then, of course, that turns into, like we talked about many times, that morphs into whatever reason he can't leave after he becomes Man in Black proper... You know, um, but I wonder how much the time barrier and the physics of the island factors into what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. It's not clear when that barrier was created. I mean, presumably, I guess based on what they told us about it, like, it should have been there the whole time. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, Darling Dharma made it, for example. Yeah. So, but there is a bearing. Like, if they somehow knew, yeah. if Mother knew the coordinates or whatever, the... Mm-hmm. the compass marking degree thing, then maybe he could leave. But, you know, he was going to make the wheel, and I feel like I, I don't... Oh, yeah, he was going to turn that and leave. Yeah, and we know that works. Yeah. At least it works for other people. Mm-hmm. So there's really no reason why it wouldn't have worked for him unless those rules really are physical, you know. Mm-hmm. But it just, yeah... It, it, it's it sort of reminds me of you know the movie the exterminating angel where they can't leave the room they suddenly can't leave the room but it's like no one really tries and so there's a fine line between whether they're willing to do it mm-hmm. it's just the fact that they aren't trying it's like that, the collective 
unwill to try is somehow creating the power that no one can do it. Yet no one actually tries, so no yeah. one knows if they can do it or not, which is the whole point. Yeah. So this is a Boonwell film, if anyone's unfamiliar with it. It's a very cool movie about a group of uh, high, you know high-end dinner party guests, and it's sort of a social commentary where they're... Uh, no one wants to be the first one to leave this party, so no one actually is able to physically leave the room because of the sort of social implications of, of that, like this that idea of becoming a physical barrier. Um, but yeah, and then of course it's like, okay, well, it's a, what if somebody pushes another person out of the room? What ha- you know? And really, realistically, within the context of that story, like it should be fine. Like you know, they should be able to leave. But it gets really crazy. I mean, like they're stuck in that room. Seemingly, and like they are there for a long time. There's like people gathered outside. Like, why can't they leave? And they oh, they have really to like fight for their survival. They have to like catch. There's like animals wandering around the house, and they have to try to like lure one into uh, the room because they can't just kill. They can't leave the room. <laughs> and like it gets crazy. Yeah, that's where right. it's like they're they're trying to survive there. They're assuming that they can't leave. That's why it reminds me of. The Man in Black thing. Like, they're just working under that assumption that it's impossible for them to do it. Yeah. But they they never show you a force field. I mean, they never tell you, like, really if they, mm-hmm. you know, try to go across the, the doorway, something actually will, will stop, stop them. them. Yeah. Like, that's totally not clear. Yeah, like, if someone just pushed you... Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I guess they wouldn't make... It wouldn't... The film would make its point if there was something physical that you see. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. Same point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like they were somewhat getting at a similar idea, but it's kind of weird that it's so, it's such an abstract idea of like rules and what does it mean to have rules and are the rules a a real thing or Mm -hmm. do we just create them in our own minds and And that makes them real? And they could have brought that idea back, you know saying, oh, well, you know, they said we couldn't leave the island, we were able to leave, we are able to come back, like, coming back to that idea about the rules, they could have made a comment on the nature of the rules and the nature of these ideas that, like, you can't do a certain thing, yet nobody tries because they, they're told they can't already do it. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. I mean, yeah, it also makes me wonder about, like... The, the other rule, which is they can't kill each other, mm-hmm. which is also, like, a big driving force in the plot. Because without that rule, you wouldn't have to have something like the loophole, for example. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he is able to kill the mother, mm-hmm. who was also the protector. But she didn't have a rule against herself being killed. At least she didn't say there was one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I feel like that's called into question also. And I, I wonder, I wish the show had been clearer about when he throws him into the cave, if the reason he turns into the smoke monster is related to the rules, the fact that Jacob couldn't kill him, but there was no other way for him not to die. <laughs> like, if he gets thrown in there, he really mm-hmm. should be dead. But well, he did die, right? You see his body. You see the smoke monster leave, and then his body is there. So it kind of tells you he did die, but, but he carries but, on in some form, and I can't tell if that's supposed to be due to the rules or if it's just a matter of whoever you threw in there. Mm-hmm. That's what would happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's it seems 
completely. Well, because doesn't she say, I've made it to where you can't hurt each other? And I think that comes after, like, or before, like, he beats him up. Which is kind of like, well, you said you're going to hurt each other. He beats him up multiple times. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like that's... And then it becomes, you can't kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. And in the episode, they don't really, they don't really make the distinction clear. Like, we see, yeah, we see Jacob, like, punching. Mm -hmm. When they're kids, he does it. He gets bloody. When he catches him with mother, he does it again. Yeah. After he killed him. And then he, yeah, he throws him into the thing. He's clearly injured. Yeah. You know. So, like, I feel like it can't mean that. But the man in black says to him in that scene, she can't, you can't kill me. Mm -hmm. She made it that way. He, that's how he interprets what she said, even though yeah. we know what she said is you can't hurt each other. And you can even go further with that and say, well, maybe Man of Black turned himself into a smoke monster because he went down there with that idea. He, I can't be killed but by Jacob. he can't Jacob. die. I can't yeah. be killed by Jacob, and then that gives right. him this power to turn into yeah this 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 incarnation. Like I I kind I want to know if we're supposed to think that or not. Yeah. Like I'm not really sure how far we're supposed to go with that line of thinking about. The rules in their own psychology. Well, and the fact that... Yeah, I don't know. The fact that Mother told Jacob what's down there. But Man in Black didn't know what was down there. Yeah. In terms of it being... Because when they're kids, she mentions a little bit. Yeah. But when when he when she shows Jacob when, when she's passing the torch on... I think she elaborates and she says it's, it's, it's light and dark. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. everything down there. So... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, once we get to across the sea, we'll see if we can figure out the rules. I just, yeah, I feel like it's kind of almost like a comic book origin story mm-hmm. for Man in Black. And usually in those stories, it's clearer how their own character traits lead to their transformation. Mm-hmm. And there's a connection there. And it just, yeah, it seems like there could be one, but I don't really know. I don't know if it's just a matter of it was out of this family tragedy or if there's also this thing about the rules, like, either they're real or his thinking them made them real or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and it's, look at Mother saying you can't leave and then Man in Black building the donkey wheel. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, that seemed like it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make sense that it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But he never tried and it. And she destroys it knowing it could work. Mm-hmm. Or knowing something would be bad if he tried it at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so Live Together, Die Alone. Um, it's interesting because we know, now that the show's over, that they did live together. Some of them did die alone. Mm-hmm. But they all end up together in afterlife. Whether they died alone or not, mm-hmm. yeah. They got the chance to reunite. Which is nice. No, it's, you know, I mean, it's a um, classic Lost speech, you know, Jack's thing when he comes back in season one and mm-hmm. tells him this thing, um, and it's it's kind of an early indication of that thing that they really started doing very heavily towards the end, but even throughout of, like, calling back to themselves, mm-hmm. looping back to previous, like, making references to previous things that the characters had gone through and, you know... It, it, they construct this whole, um, sort of, uh, web. Yeah. Big, you know, tapestry, if you will, of, mm. of details and stuff that 
that build on like, each other. Not unlike Jacob's Tapestry. Not unlike Jacob's Tapestry hmm. at all. Hmm. <laughs> Coincidence? Probably not. Yeah, no, that was obviously supposed to be symbolic, but I feel like Jacob's Tapestry should have been a lot messier. Ha! <laughs> he didn't really have master plans. He just kind of did the best he could. He spent all his time on his tapestries. It's true. It's true. It takes a long time. All right. Um, anything else before we get into the episode? No, I think that's good. Let's right. uh, let's do it. All right, everybody. Well, if you're gonna watch this with us, sync up. Uh, get your players ready. We'll do the countdown. Let's see here. All right. Five, four, three, two. Okay, so we're starting with Desmond. <laughs> yeah, showing Desmond, I feel like it's kind of a giveaway that he's coming back. Yeah. Oh. He wishes he had some dishes to throw. Yup. That wall was his dishes. <laughs> oh, the fetch. They're not what they pretend to be. Yeah. She gets two shots. Love Saeed realizing this conspiracy. Mm-hmm. This is so good. It's great. It's one of the things you like about Saeed. Yeah. And it helps the audience because you you don't you don't like when the audience the characters are being tricked. Yeah. And you don't want to go like too long before they figure it out. Exactly. So it's nice that somebody at least yeah understands what's going on. So they go into this whole thing. Knowing who's betrayed them, but yeah. or at least suspecting it strongly, but even still, it manages to work. Yeah. All right. So this is the episode where they get rescued. <laughs> it's so weird to see all those red shirts. Yeah. How many people does it take to swim out to a boat? Jack didn't take his shirt off. <laughs> Cause he didn't have sleeves, so it didn't matter. Mm. Good point. Wow, did Sawyer, is he really swimming with his gun in his back, uh, back Probably. in his Wow, that looks like it's going to fall out. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> What's a trap? <laughs> Never heard that word before. Check the little roll. Oh, this is why you need guns. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah. gonna need your gun. Yeah, they don't know what to expect from this. Wow, Jack kicked that in with his bare foot. Yeah. 
Not bad. Yeah. Wow. Me? You? What do you mean, me? Yeah. Yeah. You can conclude a lot about what's going on with him just from that short scene, I think. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really say anything. He's just gonna keep drinking for a while. Now we'll I have some this is the him drinking. He drank a lot in those days. This actually doesn't make any sense. What doesn't make sense? His story. Because, like, what part? two and a half weeks and he hadn't reached the barrier yet? Uh huh. Because he shouldn't have been able to get outside of the barrier, so he's almost yeah. saying the barrier is two and a half weeks wide of sailing. I was assuming he just. No, but he was on a continuing bearing, right? Right. But maybe the compass didn't work. No, you're right. It doesn't make sense. He's been gone too long. Unless West is like... He just kept thinking he was going west, but he was going around. But I mean, he should be able to get far away from the island to know what direction he's going, right? You would think so. Yeah, I feel like they hadn't figured out the time barrier, and they didn't know the range of yeah. the time barrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's and, the first if he went on, yeah, and if he went on the wrong bearing, he should have, like, been crazy. And Even though he's kind of special, but... Yeah, but I don't even know if he's special yet. Is he I, always special? I think maybe he turns special. Oh, well, after the... Yeah, yeah, there's a fine line there, I guess. Like, his ability to turn special may have been his specialness, but... Ha! <laughs> you know. Yeah, like this thing, this our mutual friend, like they bring this back a lot later on. Yeah. Well, this was a great little thing for It's a great moment, yeah. Like, I'm a little bit of a masochist, so I'm just gonna wait to finish this completion, you know, this complete thing I'm doing. Yeah. They never quite explain why he's in jail. Nope. I kept thinking that episode would come, but... Like, they show him being, like, slightly truant, but they never really tell us something that, like, is getting him here. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Is this our first time seeing Widmore? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is the first appearance of Widmore ever. We've seen the name, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen him. Actually, two first 
contains your past, you. The other, your future. He wrote yeah. her a lot. He was kind of wild. Yeah. I know. That's why I feel like they owed us an explanation for what he did. Like, it's weird. Good for her. Good because as far as she's concerned, you've forsaken her. And that's the way it's going. Forsaken? Mm-hmm. And now that he's moved on, you, she's getting married. One interesting bit of trivia is that Widmore never has scenes with Penny. Like, ever. Interesting. It sort of makes sense, but it is kind of strange. Mm hmm. Because they're relationships that drives a lot of stuff that happens, but we never see them interact. Which seems to suggest something while he was in prison. Yeah. Almost like he was, you know, a re- you know, he was a deserter or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice little recap. Oh my god. Right. Well, we know what we're going to see when they sail that boat. Wow. Yep. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, you can't tell Hurley. Come on. Yeah. Did they even light it last time? <laughs> it's not clear. That 
Boxing's so sad in this scene. It's a bit tough, man. He's a little weaker. <laughs> he seems like really helpless. And he gets locked out. He's like, and stay out. Mm-hmm. Puppets on strings. I guess they skipped the scene where they all swim back from the boat with Desmond. Yeah. I guess they can't bring it in any closer because of the rocks or something? Yeah. That must be it. Oh, you're going to bring that up now. I assure you, they are hillbillies. Hmm. Fearsome fivesome. Look out, world. They're coming for you. <laughs> Lost. Wow. Alright, we got the name of the boat, Elizabeth. Yeah, that's gonna maybe be answered later. Oh, they have one of these. Uh, wait, what? So Desmond was on the beach last night, then he went back out to the boat, and now he's coming back to the beach. Yeah, it kind of looks that way. Oh, you want to go get more alcohol or something? Or maybe he went to go get that raft so Saeed so can use it now. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, maybe, okay, so maybe he went back, he went to get all this alcohol, so he had to bring it back on the raft. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. What? <gasps> this is a woman in the wig. Oh my god, is she a spy? She she's, knew Desmond the whole she's time. She's undercover. <laughs> she was tracking him down. Her hair gets crazy sometimes. Yeah, this is her flashback hair. Yeah. Like, I guess he's wearing a wig too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, she looks crazy. Yeah. She looks a lot like um, Goldie Hawn. Oh yeah, I can see it. Charles Whitmore. That book I was saving. <laughs> Shannon. Did you say boat? Boat. 
just sail to the Mediterranean. Wait, sickness? <laughs> I remember, I mean, at this time, the interest in Libby's backstory is much higher, because we're yeah. coming off Dave and stuff, and, like, having this. I remember we actually knew, we read, like, a short version of this scene in advance of the episode, and it seemed insane. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, Desmond met Libby in a coffee shop? What? Yeah. You know, but it's really not that crazy. It's just a coincidence. Yeah. But it's interesting that they tell us nothing about Libby here, really, in terms of, like, her being in the institution. Yeah. They could have. (laughs) Yeah, so Hurley never found that out, right? That this is Libby's boat. No. No, I don't think he ever realized it. That's one of the many conversations they should have had in the afterlife. <laughs> like, because she's there in the church at the end, and Desmond could have been like, hey, it was her who gave me the boat. That's who the boat was named after. Mm-hmm. And we could be like, what? Well, Desmond never sees Libby, right? No. Mm-hmm. She's dead by the time he gets back. Yeah. And they've already done the burials. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, imagine ha- how mind-blowing he would be mm-hmm. to find out that Libby actually got to this island, too. Not just Jack. Yeah. I'll never leave you. <laughs> Ever. Oh my god. Oh my god, the babies. Yep, the baby traps. I forgot about the babies. Oh, trapped in a net. Having sex? Oh. That's one of the rare times somebody brings something up from the past and they yeah. resolve the confi- uh, yeah the confusion. Yeah. Uh oh. <gasps> Why is this gun empty? Well. Okay. Yeah. I like that he's gonna shoot it. No. Jack's like trying to ignore him. Yeah, he's like, whoops. Oh, 
You know, I had a lot of my mind. Yeah. You're not suspicious, are you? Mm. <laughs> Charlie, what are you doing in this Charlie's episode? like, I need a plot. Can someone <laughs> yeah. let me in? Oh, Locke. Oh is he God, crying? He is. He's leaning on a train crying. Why is he crying? Oh my God, that's so sad. Locke, come on. Oh what happened to your face? What happened to your face? <laughs> Who did that to you? He's like, I fell down some stairs. That was a really asshole scene for Charlie. Yeah, I feel like Charlie... I mean, it's coming off of, like, Locke punching him in the face. Yeah. So he's supposed to be antagonistic towards him, but it does seem, like, a little too much. Yeah. Especially when Locke is crying. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with your face? I was going to say, yeah, that's a great retort, because he didn't manage to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, I like the kind of either he, he yeah. shrugged because it's like, hey, it's my wife, yeah. do, or it's like, I don't speak English. So. It, could, it could totally be either way. <laughs> and? Yeah, this is huge. And? No more comment about that? Alright. Like, he could have ended that saying, you know, and I'm alive because of it. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah, this is a deleted scene where, like, the others convince the husband to leave. <laughs> Blackmail him into leaving so that, like, yeah, only Claire raises the baby or whatever. Tell them Not since they won at the time. Yeah. Yeah, they should have showed that, that scene with Jacob's visits. Yeah. Where he goes to him and he's like, you have to leave. How many people are going to be at this place? Well, <laughs> there's Jack and... No, there's this too. Penelope. Another good callback, by the way. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this bit here. We know what's coming after that. It tells us Desmond's context yeah. for being in that scene. How did you find me? My flat. Here he goes. All right. Ouch! <laughs> Wow. Like Penny's best line ever. That's a much. good quote, Penny. Oh.
a single tear. Naive to think anything he can do would make him look better in his eyes, in yeah. the eyes of Woodmore. Yeah. It is amazing how desperate he is to get Woodmore's approval. Yeah. And it also doesn't matter if, if Penny's getting married. Mm hmm. Does he expect, like, I'll do this in a year, I'll win the race, I'll get the thumbs up from old man, yeah. and then Penny will get a divorce? Or yeah. maybe it's not even about her anymore? Yeah, I can't really tell. But it's crazy if it's, like, not even about her and he still needs Woodmore's approval. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just on another level. What did one snowman say to the other snowman? Smells like carrots. Nice. Yeah, the question I forgot to ask. We've been dead the whole time. What? Strange. They don't usually do that. You know, the thing is, they didn't actually say that. They said the people in the swan thought what they were doing was very important. Yeah. They didn't say it wasn't. Whether it was or not. So that's him inferring that. Yeah, again, his interpretation. Exactly. And also, it doesn't negate the possibility that there's a third station which says the second station yeah, is the test. Yeah, the real experiment. Is the experiment, yeah. I mean, they show the camera in there. So there's an idea that there's another station where they can watch in there. Yeah. It definitely leaves that question open. Oh shit, said America. <laughs> I've wanted to know that for like ever.
Just wrestling with my conscience. Mm-hmm. I remember the time thinking Michael had some kind of sickness. Because he's so tortured, you know. Yeah. But it's just psychological. Much like the sickness. Mm-hmm. Boy. Nice. Title of the episode. Hawaii. Yep. Somebody's pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's Jin. Oh my god. Uh oh. Oh my god. No one was expecting this. That's the that's the last like extra level. Yeah, the four it's toes. Crazy enough already. Yeah. But then he's like, no, there's four toes. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, what does that mean? And it's so funny because the simple answer it wasn't a statue of a human. Yeah. Which is totally plausible. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. but we go, oh, it means the others have four toes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there has to be some crazy explanation for it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Xay calls it disquieting. So it makes me think, like, I should be disquieted by it. Yeah. You know, but it's really not that disquieting. There are many statues with various numbers of toes. Mm-hmm. And it's not really scary. Mm. Also, the Black Rock knocked that statue down. True. It's <laughs> a good point. Just to throw that in here. At the time, we wouldn't have guessed that. How did it become just a foot? Maybe the black rock ran into its face. That's a theory we didn't actually uh, come up with during that time. Not at all. Oh, shit. Wow. Lockdown, part two. Yep. See, this is good because they... they... Oh, he took the stick from him. Mm-hmm. Nice. He saw it going through. And it also helps them to know somebody's in there. I'm more sure about this than anything in my entire Oh, my oh God. wow. Famous last words. What a crazy thing to say. He was pretty sure he was immaculately concepted, too. I know. I know. He should be really suspicious if, if he feels that sure about something. Yeah. He just He's not justified to feel that sure. Well, he got the proof he needed from one station that told him about another station. Yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, my God. He's leaping to so many conclusions. Close it! <laughs> wow, he had the foresight to, like, wrap the book in plastic. And... Mm-hmm. Take him with him. Damn, Desmond, damn. Nice job. It's a lot of rain. Ouch. 
Oh my goodness. Yep. How many of them are there? Yeah. And it's weird to see this from this perspective, and it's all blurry. Yeah. This, this isn't necessarily Desmond. I mean, some of those shots from his POV, but the ones yeah. that aren't, it kind of doesn't really make any sense for them to be like this. Yeah. This is the book. Yeah, this is a weird style. Wow. But it's a great introduction. I hope it's nobody we've seen before. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Maybe. He was disappointed. Yeah. He's ready to be relieved of duty. He's been there like 10 years or something. I don't even know how long he's supposed to have been there. It's crazy. First lie. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, what is the timeline here? He sees him on the beach, he drags him in, then he goes back out to get the boat, and then comes back? I guess. But then that's not the incident from when the Lachis go back in time. That's not the same incident. I think it has to be. Because he said after the experiments began, there was an incident. The station wasn't built yet when the incident happened. Other experiments? No, you're right. It's not consistent. <laughs> but I think that is what he's supposed to be referring to. Oh, this is another good example Rodzinski seems so cool and interesting here, mm-hmm. and they show him to us later, and it's so disappointing. Yeah. But if we would have seen it in a chronological order, we would be introduced to Rosinski being annoying. Yeah. And then when we see this scene, we know the annoying person he's talking about. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly. See, he says he's going to get infected. Like, that's not really the same as the kind of poison gas inhalation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Kelvin doesn't know about the purge, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's clear he doesn't. But he had, like, crazy patience. Because at that point, it's been, like, at least ten years. Yeah. Well, he thinks he's saving the world, so it's he's going to stay. 
It is. A, there's a lot of stories like that of people being stuck there, mm-hmm. and then using that, using other people who arrive. Yeah. As a result. Nice reminder. Uh, yeah, they want to throw that in. Connect back. But the whole time, it's sort of like, well, they've been out here this whole time. Like, mm-hmm. how bad can it be? Yeah. If it was a big deal, then they're already infected, so it kind of doesn't matter what you do. Exactly. Just on the island. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is very meta. Yeah. This is just the audience talking to the audience. Yep. It's not a smile. <laughs> like they didn't, yeah. she didn't tell Jet she nope. didn't warn anybody. No, they just suddenly start shooting and they're like, oh shit. This was a bad plan. Like, she could have lured them to a place where they're closer. Yeah. Where they have high ground advantage. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We'll just shoot at them from, like, 50 yards away. That'll be fun. It really wasn't well, thought actually, out at all. Actually, somebody. That's true. He's dead. We have to find the other one. No. I'm going. I said no. You're crazy. We let him go. They know we're coming. He'll pick up the there if we catch him now. Uh-oh. Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. Yep. <gasps> By whom? <laughs> what is your implying gaze implying? Why do you keep staring at Michael? Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite Jack emotions. Yeah. Like when he's confrontational and like indignant about something. He's really good at that. He plays that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He makes these faces. Yeah. Before the flashback happens. <laughs> he just gets on the edge. He's got this rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. Though. Yeah. Oh shit, now we're getting into some war yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the next step. Because mm-hmm. once you start Uh-oh. questioning this. That's a Hurley. Yep. Well. 
you know, we 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 talk about how Michael was unfairly punished with the guilt mm-hmm. and all this stuff of staying behind. But you know, the other people, like Ben, for example, who quote unquote gets off easier, he didn't betray the losses this way because he wasn't one of them. So I, you know, I see why they punish him in a, in a story yeah. context because this is pretty damn bad. He started off antagonistic towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a villain. He did some things, but like yeah. he was actually one of them. I mean, in a way, him. he's behind this whole thing because sure, it sure, was sure. him who, you know, got caught, who wanted to use Michael yeah. to lure Jack out. You know, but yeah, ultimately Michael made the decision to do the killing. Yeah. And, no, but I, I think, yeah, because he starts out as a good guy, it makes it seem worse. We already called Oh, I remember that. Oh, God, when they I jumped did. to those crazy conclusions. Oh, shit. He's got a plan. Plan? Plan? Boat plan. <laughs> and it's like, say, does this once and never yeah. again, right? Yeah, he forgets that he ever did this. Yeah, it's crazy that this is the situation where he decides to pray. Mm-hmm. Not like some of the stuff that happens later. Seems a little crazier. together download part one is done that was the end see that's why i think you know finales are not when they split them up into pieces they're it's not really like two episodes because like that i don't think that was really the end of an episode Mm -hmm. like just it's not because they know the big punch is going to come with the next one yeah it's just like usually a soft punch in the middle yeah it's like we're here okay yeah I want to see the next part, but it's not like, what? You know, it's not it's like not... they got trapped, or they got yeah. to a place, and there's a surprise. Yeah. It didn't really blow my mind. Yeah. But, um... But it is like, oh, man, now... Mm-hmm. Because, you know, on the other side of the Jack, part of the storyline right. there, or part of the plan, at least, th- th- that situation has now changed, because they know what's up with Michael. And now, really, you know, Saeed's part, Saeed doesn't know that it's been revealed... And right. confirm that Michael right. is betraying them and all that stuff, right. too. So, Yeah, it tied together nicely, because he's like, I wouldn't have led you out here if I didn't have a plan. And then pl- Ghost, the next shot is the boat. Yeah. And then they're here, so the next part of the plan is in place. The big plan. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the thing we don't realize at this point is, it's kind of weird to watch this in retrospect. It's true of both groups, actually, but to like watch Saeed go off for like a bad waste of time plot line. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the stuff he does here is fine, but, like, the season three stuff that comes off of this is just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I want that boat! You know, it's like, oh, for God. We have to, we have to, and it's like, he's leaving for that. Like, that's the next thing in this story. And it's just weird to know that. 
Because at the time, it was really exciting. It was like, oh my god, he's going to infiltrate. He's going to find stuff. Like, what's behind that door? Yeah. You know, like, what are they doing in there? You know, what are mm-hmm. the experiments? Why do they even take these tests? Like, yeah. they took Michael's blood, you know, when he gets in the camp. And it's like, why did they do that? Like, I have mm-hmm. no idea. You know? Presumably a paternity test for a simple answer. Paternity test, yeah, okay. But it's, again, if you rely on the their file-gathering, info-gathering they abilities, they should know without a doubt that that's, you know, that that is his, his dad, but maybe they want to just really, really confirm. But, I, but, but then why? So if it's true or false, what are they going to change? So maybe if it's like, if Michael wasn't his real dad, they'd feel better about keeping Walt forever, maybe... Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they—they're not that moral to care. No, you know, and not that they even should. Just because he's not his biological dad doesn't mean they should take him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a little—totally yeah, kind of is weird to figure out. What... He's clearly invested in getting Walt back. Yeah, he's going all the way for that, and so it doesn't really matter if they're related or not. Mm-hmm. You know, he can still be manipulated. Or maybe by Walt. you know they would want Michael if. Well, that's actually not true because they are related and they don't want Michael. <laughs> so, just saying, if he, is, you know, if Walt's special and then Michael's. Just they do go back and use him later. Yeah, but yeah, but they don't seem to want him for him. They yeah. want him as a tool, mm-hmm. as a someone who can do stuff. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I guess I guess it's 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 Walt and Hurley who were the only two special people who weren't born in the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And most of me, them, they were born. It well, and Desmond. Did you say Desmond? No, I didn't say Desmond. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Desmond's specialness is is weird. It's very specific. <laughs> it is extremely specific. But I feel like with with Walt, he was clearly special before he arrived to the island. Yeah. I feel like they haven't made it clear whether Hurley was or not because he sees Dave here, but it might have been, and he saw him off the island too. Off the island, it was clearly his imagination. They, they, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reveal. And on the island, it's either still his imagination or it could be Smoke Monster or something like that. And so, it's not clear to me that he sees any ghosts until later, like when he's off the island again. And it, it, it gives me the sense that maybe he, he developed a specialness here on the island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cause they don't have, they don't have a flashback where they show he's always been able to, like, with Miles, for example, they they showed a flashback where in his childhood he has this, you know, he senses the thoughts of a dead person, and that's how you know mm-hmm. his his mom finds out that he has this power, yeah. you know. But they never did that with Hurley. They never showed him as a kid like talking to ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like maybe that's what happened. Like just as Locke's legs were cured, maybe Hurley somehow picked this up, you know. I don't really know what we're supposed to think. Yeah. But, like, maybe that's how that worked. And maybe the island just sort of augmented Walt, or maybe they were just... I don't know. They fit together well or something, because they both have strange powers. Hmm. You know? I don't know. I mean, it seems to be a thing. There seems to be a connection between, like, people with special crazy abilities in the island. They never made that concrete. They never really said... Here's what it is. Well, and I was going to say, like, it might be interesting if they said something like, well, you know, because there's pockets of energy everywhere, not just the island, so maybe yeah. there's a pocket of energy where Hurley was born, mm-hmm. pocket of energy where Walt was born, yeah. you know, and that's part of what's tying them to their powers or something. Yeah. 
It seems like the kind of thing a normal show would tell you, mm-hmm. you know, at a certain point. Like, they'd be like, if, if you have multiple characters with powers, like, normally there's some kind of explanation. And, you know, and you have this crazy island, and you have at least, like, the suggestion that they're connected. But maybe they only have powers because they think they have powers. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how everyone always gets powers. They just, they they just, just think hard think enough. They do. <laughs> That's how mainheads get powers. If you've watched True Blood, you know. Didn't you know that? That's how everyone does everything. Yeah. It's all mind over matter. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so are you ready for part two? Let's do it. Alright guys, if you're going to sync up with this, we're going to do Live Together, Die Alone, part two. Five, four, three, two, one. Almost there. <laughs> one. Go. <laughs> A little late. Yeah. Oh, wow. Previously on Lost, like the episode we just saw. Yeah. It's really strange. Did they not air in a two... It was a two-hour finale, I'm pretty right? sure they aired them together. I assume that they added that in for, like, maybe syndication or something. Sure, so they could air sure, them separately. Sure. Far more. The rock with the hole. What? I feel like Locke would want to know what's going on with the other group, with the yeah. others. Yeah, I totally agree. They get they get compartmentalized here, and it's kind of strange. But they always did finales like this. They were always separate groups, and they had their own plots. Yeah. And, like, they didn't really have to overlap very much at all. So they're looking for the entrance of the station. Is he Was he trying to get into a different part of the station or something? No, he's trying to find the dynamite. Oh, the dynamite! Because he's going to dynamite in there. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. One of the shockingly enduring characters. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to see him, like, five more times. This is such a bad plan. It is. It's a ridiculous plan. Or cave in the station. Mm Mm-hmm. And it it is technically a blast door. Right. So it's like, it's probably supposed to prevent blasts from... Literally designed to resist blasts. Yeah, he Echo's actually just as crazy as Locke is right now. Yeah. Like, they both went from zero to crazy in like yeah. two seconds. Yeah. Because that's what Locke would do. If Echo had Locke yeah. out here, Locke would have gone in for the dynamite. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they have a lot of things in common. Too bad they didn't see eye to eye more. It's true. Oh, this is this is where it is, folks. You yep. know, like... Wow. 
Um, I don't know. Is it true? If you actually paint on the wall with detergent, does it... Someone probably looked that up and figured it out if this is true or not. Look I'm cool sure. like that, okay? Because it's supposed to, well, like it's a, it's sort of like a black light thing, yeah. And that's ultraviolet light, yeah. So does detergent reflect ultraviolet light? I get, I mean, maybe. And I do like the fact that he is a military guy, so this is something he could have, he could have, you know, realistically had known about. Like a tactic to use. <laughs> It'd be so weird if he started talking. Yeah, like if he didn't say this part, yeah, then Rosinski's just a spot on the wall I've been that I talked to. Time. Yeah. <laughs> So, if he's thinking about the quarantine at hostels, see, if the quarantine is from the purge, which it just, it almost shouldn't be, but it should be, yeah. because then that means that he got there after the purge. That's the thing. I feel like he had to have gotten there before the purge. Yeah. But I feel like he got there, like, a month before or something. Something so close. Yeah. Hey, that's our ending. <laughs> yeah, don't mock us. Don't yeah, mock the lost lowdowns. <laughs> How dare you? You may not know, but I don't take orders very well in any kind of military context. Charlie's being the most reasonable here, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> like, try to talk everyone into, like, not being insane. Magnetism is not a joke, I would agree. <laughs> Unless it's like, a magnet walks into a bar. <laughs> Hope your pants can still hold up. <laughs> that was an optional, that was just a fashion belt. <laughs> it wasn't a load-bearing belt. That's the thing, it's not conclusive, but mm -hmm. it's sort of like, there's something there. Again, it goes back to your interpretation. Yeah. Something's there, does that mean... You know, it doesn't prove his point that, that, that they should or should not press the button. It's true. It, it's not clear that there's any connection with the button. Because if you want somebody to think it matters, then you would maybe do that. Yeah. Echo's crazy. He's just going to go on yep. the other side of the wall. That's all he's going to do. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that explosion would like suck all the oxygen out of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. Charlie's surprisingly unfazed by that, as I recall. <laughs> well, that's an explosive beginning. Yeah. But literally. With an implosive ending coming. <laughs> it's a good point. I forgot they did have a real explosion. But it doesn't open the door, does it? Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, look at those new washers and dryers, and mm-hmm. they really should be pretty old. Yep. Oh, jeez, yeah. I'll oh. save. This is nice, too, because you didn't think there was really anything else to find out. It's true. Yeah, they, they wrap up and give us a lot of, like, final thoughts on this, this hatch. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, they still leave a lot of questions unanswered. Almost doesn't make any sense. The incident was the leak. Mm-hmm. So something happened and it started leaking. I mean, as weird as Dharma is, I could imagine they tell new recruits like a story about the incident that maybe isn't exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, he certainly wasn't there at the time. Yeah, so the dynamite really didn't work. Blast doors. It was not a trick. But Desmond knows it does something, doesn't he? We've already been through this. That's what's problematic about it. Um, 
I think it's a bit a bit weird they didn't take this stuff down when they left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks somewhat elaborate. Those structures are Yeah, that took some effort to build. Significant. They got doors. They got wood plank foundations. Like, to build all that for a ruse is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Uh-oh, yeah. the answers lie behind these doors. Oh, yes. I think it's so hilarious that the the logo on here is just a this door. Is a door. Which is literally all it is. Wow. Yeah. And the fash has begun. That is so crazy. Like, they were standing guard in front of this thing. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, it shuts that plot line instantly. And it's so weird I get that... It, it's but... weird to even... Like, the others in Dharma are different things. So yeah. it's even weird that they would co-opt the, totally. the hatches just for what? Yeah, it's really strange. And did Dharma put that there, or did they manufacture a Dharma door and have it, like, shipped there? Yeah, was that a... Uh-oh. Yeah, then there's this. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Desmond would love to see this. Yep. Just so we're sure, that is where it came from. Oh, 415. Oh, yeah. That is a lot of canisters. It's a lot. Like, they just move on from this and they never go back here again. But I feel like this isn't really resolved. I think there's so much information they could find about the island from reading these entries. Totally. To read about who was doing what in the hatch and when. Yeah. And they're a whole timeline of the last 20 or however long totally. this was. And they're, they're already done with it. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hear the whispers to warn them that the others are coming, right? Is that what the whispers are for, Michael? I guess. There's just no way Jack's getting out of this. No, they're sitting ducks. This seems like really hopeless. Go, Jack. You can. Oh, yeah. Mustard. Go, He's go, like, go. I can, I can power through. I can power through. Yeah. I don't... So what does it mean that they're in a pile there? 
I mean, does it mean that so, no one that, ever cared what they wrote? No, I think the idea is Dharma was picking those up until Dharma got killed. But then there were still people sending them out there for that much a time. A crazy long time. Yeah. Like, to make such a huge pile. And or or proves that the Pearl Station was part of the experiment. The question is, even if you don't need the canisters, why why build this thing and to dump them in the middle of nowhere? Right. And I'm also wondering how they got so many canisters. Like, normally you send the canister back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they had a supply of, like, thousands and thousands so of those whatever people were whatever people were in the Pearl needed food and supplies, so that must have been coming with their, with however they got food. Yeah. But it was a ridiculous amount of canisters. You wouldn't normally... You'd reuse those. And, like, those assignments were supposed to be shorter. Like, it makes it seem like they were there for a long time doing that. And then... I mean, I guess that's okay. I guess that, like, makes sense more or less. But it just feels strangely... Well, I wonder if it's, like, people in the Pearl are watching things. Outside, you know, Dharma gets killed off in the Purge. They're still in the Pearl watching... You know, mm-hmm. potentially Rosinski and Calvin. Right. And then Rosinski kills himself. They're like, this is over. Mm-hmm. And the people in the Pearl leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is great. I love D- when details just give little things away. Yep. Yep. It's like, I feel like you didn't know you were supposed to suspect this. Yeah. Like... Could it have just been a ruse? Well, and it could be that he's a mistake that, that he should have warned Kelvin yeah. that his suit had a tear. Totally, but he interprets it suspiciously. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it could have just been accidental. He could be like exposing himself right now. Mm-hmm. Like that might See, not be helping. Yeah, like he's not willing. He's still like halfway. Not yeah, sure. He's got to make sure. And this is where it really goes wrong: is he takes all this off too yep. soon. This is where you know, like, oh, actually, the rip was a clue. Yeah. And he's just using that to keep Desmond inside. Yeah, because I assume by now he has a plan to leave, and he he wants someone there to press it. And that's what I like, too, is that he's still not convinced you shouldn't press the button. Right. But he just doesn't want to do it. Exactly. He's had enough. He's been there forever. Yeah. And he finds someone, he thinks. And that's, like, that's just... That's so often a story. I mean, that's what Across the Sea is like. It's exactly it's the like, same thing. Here's a new person to yeah. have the burden. And they can replace me, because I'm done with this. But I think it's kind of crazy. Oh, reveal. The, oh yeah. What? He said no boat. Yeah, and I guess this is the day he was actually going to leave. Yep. Oh, okay. A week away. What is he about dams? Why did you lie to me? I lied to you because I needed a sucker to save the world after I left. So he did, he doesn't think it does anything? Yeah, it's not clear. What else did you like to do about us? Well, tell me. 
I think it's crazy that, you know, there is the quarantine, there is the the vaccine, there is all that stuff, but the only time we ever see it, Kelvin's manipulating it for his own reasons. Yeah. And so we never really find out what the original purpose of it was, because it's clear he just kind of co-opted the situation. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me like his offer was genuine. Like, he didn't really know, and he thought the best play was just to be like, well, you can come. Yeah. Now that he's found him out, yeah. you can come with me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I mean, he could have, but he could have at the beginning told, if he didn't care about the button, yeah. this wouldn't have worked for the storyline necessarily, but he could have said, hey, Desmond, we're in this situation. Yeah. You got a button, I'm helping to fix it up. You should help me. Yeah. We get out here sooner. Yeah, oh, this is crazy, though. This is the first time we ever see this. That's true. Like, something does happen if you miss 108. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this gives us a little preview. Yeah. It seems like the countdown should be a hundred minutes and then give you an eight minute buffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would make more sense. It, it used to bother me a lot that like you could, you had that much window of time and the world's not over yet. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be like instant and I was very disappointed. But now, now I understand. Now, now it doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and on these things, the the times are 108 minutes apart, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really work because they always push it before, mm-hmm. at least usually, and so it should be different times each time, mm-hmm. not like uniform. Oh my god. That's mind-blowing. And America goes well. But also, like, it makes the whole thing seem like an accident. Mm -hmm. It just seemed random. Another coincidental accident. Yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. It's cool to have a reason, but... Yeah, this scene. Classic. Is this Paula Fairy? Yep. Uh oh. He's already starting with Sawyer. Yep. <laughs> this is first kick. Yeah, because no one else is wearing a beard. So, yeah. like, why, why does it even matter? And, like, that guy behind him, like, his beard's real, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Why did he wear a fake beard? It's so weird. It's so weird. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is great. Because we haven't seen him for like three or four episodes at this point. Oh my god, it's Henry Gale.
Will you do my back surgery? <laughs> uh, it would be nice, right? So much simpler. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Now that I they know took that it off. they know that I don't have a beard. Like, why is that a problem? Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> tell them that the, everything they're wearing is fake. It's true. I forgot what what did he say? He said, "Let's take care of business." Oh, thought it was like let's kill them all. It's like a very tense. <laughs> it did. It did. They're they're writing a lot on like we don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. We didn't know he was the leader. Yeah. So Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Echo, when this dynamite you see he's more than five <laughs> feet away from the explosion. Yeah. That really wasn't very well planned. No. And it didn't even open the door. Well, and what's funny is, I'm pretty sure he could get in there through the vents. Yeah. No, we don't. He definitely could. That's what they I mean, he might be too big, but... Yeah. It's a possibility. He could send Charlie. And see, now, Locke is being convinced that he was wrong. The yep. most sure thing ever. Yep. Now, it's like, you're wrong, Locke. Yep. If... Exactly. So that's the thing. Desmond... Desmond didn't really know that this happened, that the plane had crashed. He didn't know the repercussions of it, and now this is blowing his mind. So now he's like, oh, it is real, but then Locke, of course, is like... (laughs) But what's strange is, this should convince Locke that he was right all along, he was on the right path, he was meant to open the hatch, like... But somehow, now that he's turned his back on that, he, he just, he, it's too prideful to mm-hmm. say he was wrong about yeah. his own choice. It's so, he so has weird. to, like, stick with it. He can't give it up. It's like, oh, you could have done that. Nice. <laughs> he's not gonna help. I think another minor point about this episode is the way that there's really no acknowledgement of the plot from the constant. Mm-hmm. Whereas it should be related to some of this stuff. They don't really talk about it at all. Yeah. About how he's like, I'll call you in whatever many years, and, you know. Like, she doesn't seem to be expecting that at all. So that book was never opened in all these years. Yep. This letter never fell out. It's weird that Desmond's conflict centers on something they never explained.
well, I'm not going to wait for you when I marry this other guy, but... Like, I almost wish when he's like, when's the date pin? And she's like, I called it off as soon as I heard you were out. Mm -hmm. She didn't really wait for him. No. Yet, they're the love of all time. You know, the greatest love ever. Yeah. What's gone? Hope it doesn't break that Geronimo Jackson LP. <laughs> what is all gone? Yeah, I have no idea what he was talking about. Like he 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 can't get her now, or yeah, I guess. But it's just like I feel like it should be clear. This should be a really cool moment. You know what's strange about this, though? Is this seem like it's right after, it's like the same day that he killed Kelvin. Yeah. But it's not. No, it was like several weeks weeks later. later. Yeah. Well, this is, now I'm really confused. Yeah. Because, like, he... Okay, what? He knows someone's up there? He was just happy that there was someone up there. But then he doesn't go... But he doesn't go talk to him. Yeah, that's that's the thing that bothers me about it. Unless he's... When he says he's all gone, did he think that he destroyed the world? (laughs) Like... I almost feel like that's what they're trying to hint at. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, and the fact that there's a person there means he didn't destroy the world. Yeah. I and never he, thought about that. And then he that. needs to stay down there now and keep pressing it. Yeah, yeah. I think the, oh, the dam the was... Dam. Yeah. And that's another comment about belief is the all or nothing. Yep. Because it's, it, it's, it's more likely parts are real. Right. I think that is the reality. There's a real aspect to it. There's also some manipulation going on. There's some miscommunications. Yep. There's some misinterpretations. Yep. when magnets get scary. <laughs> Sharp pointy things start flying at your face. Mm-hmm. This must have been cool at the end of the season to just like have this crazy big finale yeah. for the set. <laughs> Stop trying to help me! <laughs> Get out of my face. 
The Watchers. They are so new. Oh my god. Uh, it's it's kind of okay they're new here, but back when Calvin was there, it made no really no sense. Oh my god. Do you believe now, John? Oh, that was the best part when even the countdown clock gets taken off. That was wrong. Oh, it was wrong. God. It's just so frustrating. It's so pathetic. And that's was, all you have to say is, I was wrong. He was more sure of it than anything in his whole yeah. life, like and, 20 minutes and ago. It, and after this, he, he, he could remember how, how he can be sure in something and be wrong if, if he took that with him in the future yeah. he could excuse it but it would be worth it. it no not at all God, I wish that was true it's until just... I find that that guy I'm gonna marry yeah until I find that the, the find, find the guy that my dad will like Yeah, I, I really love this because you know, in the middle of all this, and Ben having the power in this situation, mm-hmm. he has no idea what this is about. Yeah, but then of course, when we're watching it the first time, we, we don't, don't know, know if he knows. For all we know, he does know. Yeah, that looked like Bernard. It was Bernard, wasn't it? Why is Bernard there? Oh, with the others? Yeah. <laughs> no, I assume they cut because I know we see Bernard oh, here. I, I, okay. Okay, I thought we were on the ferry. Yeah, that must be weird. It's like... Everything lit up. Yeah. Like, what are we supposed to do about that? Oh, and this? Yeah. Yeah, that was the big uh, grand finale for the hatch. Yeah, look at that. Which is, of course, crazy. Not only because the hatch imploded, but we saw all the metal things being taken in towards the epicenter. Yeah. Yet this one thing flies out. Yeah. But it's a great way to tell the people at the beach what exactly. just happened. Exactly. It's a good visual. I think that's what matters there. And, like, he was inside when it happened. Yeah. His clothes are still on. There's no clear, like, explanation of what happens with the three of them. Yeah, he's like, they're not back yet? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you said? Like, why did you think they would beat you there, number one? Yeah. If you're coming from the same place and you just got there. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't think that's true, because later on he says this was his plan. Mm-hmm. You lived up to your word. And that means nothing to me. <laughs> you know how to drive a boat? Yeah, the boat's good. You're gonna take this boat, follow a compass bearing at three, two, five, and if you do that exactly, you and your son will find the rest of you. I remember that being so vague. Mm-hmm. Once you leave, you'll never be able to get back. 
Well, I'll leave out that part. <laughs> Which is null and void once you leave the island. Exactly. Oh, yeah, this. You've been doing that, Michael. It's like, what are we? It's so weird to have them say that. Yeah. He's being very quiet until it's cute. <laughs> but it's at least to some extent about perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what you say before the boat blows up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is so weird. It seems like he was just, hiding He's just like hearing everything. Yeah, yeah. But he's never going to call out for his dad, you yeah. know. His dad is literally three feet away. Yeah. yeah. I think he... They probably told him to hide so Michael didn't see him. But. Yeah. thinks they'd be scarier if they were just in regular clothes. Yeah. Yeah. What? This doc? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was so scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go home with you. So is it like Ben told the others that these people were on Jacob's list, so that's why the others went along to help him get them, but it's really so that he can get Jack, who's not on Jacob's list, to do the surgery. Well, that's a confusing thing. Like, he told them they were on Jacob's list, and why does Pickett say he wasn't on the list? Well, because then he actually saw the list. Oh, okay. didn't have it. There's some off-screen <laughs> thing where he sees it and mm-hmm. realizes. Yeah. No, Although, I like that idea. I don't know. It seems like he had to fabricate a list. Yeah, exactly. So why not put exactly. his name on there? And then say, yeah, this is Jacob's list. How do you leave your friends, like, bound and gag with guns pointed to the back of their head? Just add it to the pile of why you feel so guilty. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's true. I mean, it's, it's a lot of guilt. If they gotta die alone. Oh, I remember these looks. Yep. It's like that was a gulp. What do the looks mean? And he's looking at them looking. <laughs> and it's bag on the head. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's bag. gonna be it. I oh, I remember this is when Charlie's crazy. I think this is a misstep. I think this really should not be the last scene. Mm-hmm. In this episode, it should have been that previous yeah, scene. Yeah, it would have been way head. better to see this first because this scene is just so lacking.
something And it didn't look violent to us. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what's going on with Charlie? Did he get I a almost, transformation? Yeah, like, what happened like, to him? The exposure to the implosion, it, it, you know, knocked his brain around a little bit. Yeah. Like, he's delirious or something. Or this is Man in Black. That would be awesome. Because he looks, he's just off. He is. He's just not normal at all. He really, and then why does she, why this moment? Why yeah. is she kissing him? Like It just makes no sense. It's like, oh, you're lying about what happened. I'm going to kiss you now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, as an audience, like, I don't know what this scene does for us. It's just confusing and weird. Yeah. And it makes no sense. And I just, I think that was a bizarre way to close out the island story. But... They did have this. <laughs> so, I think this saves it. Yeah. Because this is pretty cool. This is insane. This will keep it going until next season. This was mind-blowing. I remember I thought this was a commercial at first. <laughs> For, like, coffee? Yeah, yeah. Something against the cold. I remember some people thought that guy was Jack. Yeah, I don't know why. Yellow phone. Yeah, there's some jackness to his face. There is, there is. It's strange. But yeah, this, oh my god. Picture Desmond is on the bedside table. Mm hmm. That's a great look. She Penny was really good. I forgot yeah. the actress's name now, but Sonia Walger. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. All right, live together, die alone, part two. That was end. that was a pretty awesome ending. Yeah, I have to say, as bad as the Charlie Claire scene was. Well, the idea that someone from the outside can, you know, we yep. just heard Ben say, "You can't get back here. Yep. You can't find this place." Yep. And now you have someone on the outside who has a scientific way of locating them. Yep. And. Uh, and, it's, and, and it ties back into what she said about always waiting for Desmond. Totally. I think it's weird then that she was going to get married. I, I don't know yeah. what that does. Because you know yeah. what? It would have been so much better if she was still waiting for him. When he gets out of prison, Woodmore's like, I tried to set her up. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been waiting on you this whole time. Yeah. I'm going to give you some money to go away. Then Desmond's like, no, I'm going to prove it to you. I deserve your daughter, so I'm going to go on this solo race. Mm-hmm. It's, that would work so much better. Yeah, I agree. You know, and before... The idea that she was just gonna move on. Yeah. And then, but doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really that's, add up. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. So, uh, I think the, the thing I remember from that inting that was really cool for me was it's the first time we've actually seen off the island in the present. You know? 
like, off the island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was huge to get that perspective of, like, this is what's going on yeah. while the losses are lost. This is something else happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, for all we know, I mean, we have no idea. We've just been on the island. We see the flashbacks, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like, no, the island really exists. It can be detected. I mean, you can infer from, from that that they're detecting the... The button not being pushed. They said electromagnetic. The fail safe. Like 15 times this yeah. episode, so you know what's going on. It was clearly reinforced, that whole idea. Um, it does raise the question of, like, how Penny knew what to look for. Mm-hmm. You know, how to find it. Um, I remember reading that, uh, there was, there was an original version or an alternate version of this ending where it wasn't Penny, it was Wigmore. Like, someone brings in, uh, like a report to him or something and says, like, mm-hmm. they found it, sir. You know, something like that. And it was going to be Widmore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it makes sense because this is actually a misdirection. Like, when Widmore's boat shows up, they tell him it's Penny who sent them. Mm-hmm. You know, Naomi has the picture. Yeah. And so they use that to, and that's a, it's a pattern in the show of like, of like using a, a situation to make us infer something, you know? That, uh, you know, is just them tricking us. Yeah. You know, whereas if they told us it were Widmore's now, then that whole freighter plotline would change. Yeah. You know? Because it's Widmore looking for Desmond, not Penny. So exactly. when the boat shows up, it's kind of like, well, it's gotta be Widmore's boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can't really do that sort of, are they good, are they bad, are they here to kill us all, or are yeah. they, you know? Because it's like, there's no way Penny's gonna be there to kill them all. Yeah. You know, and the not Penny's boat thing, obviously classic. You know, <laughs> that's that's the next season, the end of the next season before we find that out. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I I I, I think that scene with Charlie and Claire is is it, such an outlier. It, it, it seems like it's from a different episode or something. Like yeah, they, they almost don't make any points. Mm-hmm. Almost nothing happened. Like. They don't really reach any conclusion about anything. Yeah. Like, a lot of crazy stuff just happened, and he says nothing happened. Yeah. And he specifically just said, you know, the the fireball I dodged on the fork, mm-hmm. which is two crazy things that just happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. She thinks he's joking, and yeah. he lets her believe that. He's like, yeah, yeah, nothing happened. Yeah. But then they see the debris from... From the station, flying everywhere, and the sky turned purple. Yeah, and the fact that the first thing he said was like, "They're not, they're not back yet." Mm-hmm. Like, it's I, like I would, I mean, I want to go and and imagine that just like Desmond's consciousness t- travels through time when he gets zapped with electromagnetism, or whatever. Like something smaller than that, that happened to Charlie, where where he just he's confused and he's lost, and maybe yeah, the sense of time is off, so. Yeah. That's why he thought they were supposed to have been back by now. Yeah. Because he felt like he was gone longer or something. It's But it's so... You can't really get there on your, you know... Yeah. On your own, like... Yeah, they don't give you enough to really infer a conclusion like that. It's just like... You're trying to do work for them. You're trying to figure out, like, why would they write this scene? Mm-hmm. What are they trying to communicate to us? Yeah. About, about Charlie and about the situation. Like, I, I really... it's That's why it's a weird scene. Like, I don't really know how to take it. Yeah, it it, but I but I also don't like it because it doesn't really give us anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels awkward and strange, and and it's such a light, like nothing note. 
And that's the final sh- uh, shot on the island. Yeah. Is it two of them? And it's just like, yeah, I just think that was a huge mistake. I'm just surprised they didn't watch that in editing and were like, this scene doesn't work at all. Yeah. Which makes it, which you have to imagine means that they thought it worked for whatever they're doing. Yeah. So what is it that they're doing that they think is working? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I really, I'm really not sure. I think, I feel like you're on the right track. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's clear that Locke and Echo uh, are in some way affected. I mean, you know, Locke loses his voice, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this idea that, um, yeah, the consciousness traveling, as you pointed out, like there's, there's Desmond gets his future predicting power, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I forgot about that whole era where he's yeah. predicting the future with um, various results. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it's clear that the hatch implosion did affect the people who were there mm-hmm. in some strange ways. So, it's not totally crazy that it would have, like, scrambled his brain to some extent, and he's not, like... Looking at the situation rationally, he's just, you know, he's kind of confused about what's going on, and and he's just playing it off. Maybe he has some memory loss, or he doesn't fully remember what happened. I don't know. It's weird. He obviously remembers something, but... Well, I was just going to say, like, it'd be different if he, he couldn't, if his memory was, if they wanted to show, tell us that his memory was affected... They shouldn't have had him be very specific about something that just happened, which is the fireball the, the fire fork. fork. Yeah, you know. And then I could imagine him saying nothing happened if he can't remember. Yeah, but he obviously remembers something. I was just looking up the transcript here. It's a very short scene. There's like six lines, and it's just like, "What happened?" And he says, "Do you want to hear these two things? I want you to be serious. Nothing happened." You know, it's almost like, okay, are we supposed to think he's protecting her from the danger he was in? You know, so it's like, here's two Mm -hmm. crazy things. I almost died from these two crazy things. Yeah. And then Claire's like, oh, I want you to be serious. Mm -hmm. You know. But it's like, why wouldn't she think that's it? I mean, fine fork. Okay, I guess that just doesn't work. Right. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like I want to crack this scene. Yeah. It's, it's so small, it seems like you should be able to understand what's going it's on It's like here. six or seven lines, like, it really shouldn't be that enigmatic. Like, I don't really understand, mm-hmm. you know? And then she says, like, something happened, and then Charlie says, did it? Well, he's saying, did the sky turn color, you know, did the sky turn purple? Uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't see that part. She's just so responding, he's just responding to the sky turning. Yeah. I thought he meant, did it, like, did something happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he, he said, yeah, the, the noise and the sky turned purple. Yeah, okay. And he's like, oh, did it turn purple? Yeah. But I feel like even his question is, is going along with the idea that something happened. Like, right. oh, when this thing happened that I know happened, the sky turned mm-hmm. purple? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But then they close on that. Because he says it did it like, like, yeah, I feel like if he didn't know something happened, then he would go, oh, why did the sky turn purple? Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I, I knew this thing happened, and here's a observation I wasn't aware of, so right. he was interested in that. Yeah. Like, oh, when this thing happened, this other thing also happened? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. 
like, yeah, like, Claire seems, like, semi-rational here, like, asking reasonable questions, mm-hmm. saying, pointing out the obvious, like, the stuff we saw and the stuff that she should And he's, seen. he's cut up, like, he's got, you know, yeah. his owls when he was lying, he's yeah. bleeding, so something definitely happened. But she lets him off really easily, like, she lets him, Not only him lets him like, off, but she kisses him, yeah. is this their first kiss? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, that's kind of like, so I feel like what they're trying to get out of this scene is Charlie seemingly... In danger, he almost lost his life. Claire upset about that, so Charlie Charlie tries to defuse the situation and, and lie and say nothing happened. Like I really wasn't in danger, mm-hmm. and she sees he's vulnerable and hurt. Yeah, and maybe that's endearing that he's protecting her, so that's why she kisses him. Yeah, I, I feel like something like that's what they're going for, but. That's just a character thing, but from a story perspective, he's not telling her this crazy thing that just happened. And yeah. Why, you know, why is that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I, I don't... Um, it's just... We all saw what happened, mm-hmm. and this is our last chance to really, like, have them tell us something or whatever, and it's just extremely frustrating to have someone who actually lived through the whole thing, and he comes back, you know, we're wondering what happened to Locke and Echo, and, you know, mm-hmm. what happened to the hatch? All we saw was the door. Like, at this point, we don't actually know about the implosion. Yeah. You know, it's really next season where we where we see what actually happened there. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, it's kind of a mystery, and then the fact that Charlie's so blasé about it is just weird. And, like, uh... <laughs> the... There's a time travel aspect to, 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 you know, to the island and what the powers are there. And I almost feel like there's something there where Charlie says they're not back yet. To this idea that maybe he feels like he came back before the hatch imploded. You know, like, the hatch implodes, some weird time thing happens to his brain. And when he is back conscious, he feels like it's before all that. But obviously not, because, he, you know, he's saying these lines about what happened. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that still works. Like, maybe, basically, I guess what I'm saying is maybe he doesn't remember up until the implosion. You know? Maybe all he remembers is right before that. So that's mm-hmm. why he's saying nothing happened, because yeah. all that really happened was that buildup yeah. that he's now kind of, like, diffusing. But he doesn't remember... And I guess he probably shouldn't remember the implosion because it was some big crazy thing right. that happened instantaneously, right. sort of. So maybe that's the idea: is he doesn't remember that, and that's why he just did it. He wasn't observing, right? Right. You know, and and, and if it was an implosion, then he should have been kind of gone, right? Yeah. From the in some other place where, for whatever fraction of a second or time that might be. I think they all should have been. I mean, it's because kind of, they end up in different places. It's crazy that they all survive. Oh, maybe that's that's part of it and too. They're kind of why they're not back yet, right? Because they end up in different places. Yeah. So he ends up closer to the beach. Yeah. You know, that would kind of make sense. He ends up closer, so when he gets back yeah. there, they're obviously not there yet because they're they're further away. Right. Ah, I don't know. Right. I just, it's like, why, why do we have to do this much work for this scene? You're right. It just shouldn't be that hard, you know? But I guess if, if they're trying to say these crazy things we're theorizing, then I guess this is how you... Then that makes sense. 
But, but, but you know what a simple answer is? Charlie, what happened? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 which they do all the time. Yeah. They love that amnesia shit. Yeah. You know? Like, it's a, it's an easy out for them all the time, especially yeah. when something traumatic Echo and crazy Echo was trying to blow like up this. the door, and yeah. then I showed up on the beach. And I just, yeah, I don't I don't remember the rest. It would be fine. And they yeah. could get to the same, like, end point here, you know, like... Mm-hmm. You know, like... Because it feels like it's supposed to be a simple scene, you know, about Charlie and Claire connecting. Yeah. You know, but because of the way Charlie's behaving, it, it just, it, I can't, I can't get invested in it like a normal scene, because I'm just, I'm just wondering the whole time why Charlie's so weird. Yeah. You know? And it just doesn't feel like he's even in the right state of mind to connect with Claire, you know? Yeah, and then that whole idea of nothing happened kind of goes back to pressing the button, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy scene. It really is. It really is. Well, maybe by the time we get to the end of the show, it'll make sense. <laughs> I'm sure we said that one before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it won't be the last time. So, okay, well, we just ended season two. Yep. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. It was very definitive, I think. Uh, there's a real... It's really a, a nice thread in the episode that we, we tie up some loose ends as far as the hatch goes. They mm-hmm. show us the origin of the blast door map. Why the plane crashed? It tells why the plane crashed. There's a connection there mm-hmm. with the button. We had no idea. Um, and they... You know, yeah, they tell us more about Desmond. They tell us more about Dharma. They... So, now this begs a question... If if Desmond not pressing the button caused the plane plane to crash, Jacob knew that was going to happen because he orchestrated the losses to get on that flight. Mm-hmm. So he was hoping that would happen, or knew it would happen, or what? It's 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 a very good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I remember in season six, like talking about this because. Yeah, it, if the whole point of the show is that Jacob chose these people because they were broken to come and be candidates to replace him, and it was always their destiny to come to the island, and we know there's a lot of shit about getting people on that flight. Mm-hmm. They've developed numerous storylines like that at this point. And uh, on the other hand, it does seem actually like a total coincidence Mm-hmm. that Desmond didn't, you know, but, like, their names are on the wall. Like, they had to come there, right? I mean... Are their names on the wall after they get there, or are their names on the wall before they get there? I assume their names have been on the wall for a long time. Since when? Since, uh, I don't know when. I guess that's a good question. But well, I would hopefully say, not before they were born. I would say, yeah, probably not before they were born. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, he went to visit Kate when she was very young, Sawyer, too. Like, some of them definitely mm-hmm. from childhood. That's true. So, he knew about them at a fairly early age, I think. But, yeah, I, I don't know. So, wanna... you tell me, so... So, basically, by the time he visits people, they should have already been broken. The weird thing is, in, in their... Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense for Sawyer, I guess yeah. for Kate. Son and Jen, it was at their wedding. Yeah. I guess they were already broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else do we see him go to? Oh, Saeed. It's, 
Saeed wasn't really... Well, I feel like Saeed was okay, because he was with Nadia. Mm-hmm. He wasn't okay after Nadia died immediately. Exactly. He broke her. Yeah. yeah. He got broken. Yeah. And it's sort of ambiguous if he played a role in that or not. If he wanted that to happen. Yeah, maybe it was like, you don't belong with Nadia, you belong with Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jacob thought. Yeah. No, Shannon was clearly the one. Clearly. <laughs> Uh, I hated. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Jacob was Jacob was pulling for Shannon the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just another reason to get annoyed with Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. That's a weird thing. I feel like uh, I feel like there's a tension there because uh, some of the scenes with Jacob are kind of serving expositional function, like they're they're showing us uh, some information that we didn't know. So, like in Saeed's case we get to see how Nadia dies. Yeah. And in Hurley's case, he picks him up when he gets out of prison. Yeah. And we and he actually introduces himself. That's the only one where he actually yeah. reveals. Because he's gonna come back later to Hurley and it'll it'll be better that he Exactly. Knows exactly. And he gives him the guitar case, so we get an explanation for that. And this is actually a very specific that's a very specific case of Jacob using other people to facilitate his plan. Mm-hmm. Unlike Someone's loophole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not only someone's loophole. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no. I mean, he clearly stepped in and made deals and got people to do things, and that was definitely a part of his program. But I was just saying that, like, those two cases, actually, after they had left the island already, you know, they had been there and left. For sure, okay. And I don't quite believe that that's the first time... That he considered them candidates. Like, yeah. it seems to me like they had been candidates before. Well, when he when he meets up with Hurley to give him the Tarkus, does he touch him? Yeah. Okay. He touches he's them all touch. in their scenes. He's, he's a touchy guy. Yeah, he's really touchy. <laughs> um, it's the, the only one he doesn't touch is uh, Ilana. Yeah. You know, when he visits her in the hospital. And so, and obviously he doesn't go in Chiliad's flashback at all. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I think, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, I feel like the scenes with him were not consistent, but they served different functions, and so they didn't want to make them all the same kind of scene. Yeah. Well, because especially with Hurley, it's, uh, he's, he's trying to get them back and all this stuff, and... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of the few times Jacob is proactive, and he's actually involved in the plot of the island. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like his... I guess I feel like he's cheating, right? Like if he's still trying to prove people are good. I guess it's even more. It's not necessarily even about that, because he's because he's got the are people good or not game. He's playing with Man in Black, but then he's also needs candidates. It's a separate. It's to, kind of a separate thing to, to 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 take over the island. So, which is one of the re- one of the frustrating things for the show for me, like the fact that there are those two things going on at the same time, and that they. They have some overlap, but not perfectly. It's a little bit, it's a little bit messy. Mm-hmm. But what I was gonna say is that, like in in Lighthouse, uh, you know, it shows the home where Jack lived when he was a kid. Yeah. And so, even though he visits Jack when he's an adult, I mean, it makes me think that he had been watching him. Yeah. Since he was younger, and you know, of course, he definitely visited the others when he was younger. Yeah. So. I get the sense that, but the thing is, they, I mean, it's vague, like, how he determines who to pick, and how he knew, 
from such an early age that they would turn out to be yeah. like that. You know, and I think the the story also leaves open the extent to which he makes them that way or determines to a certain extent the fact that they're broken himself. Yeah. Rather than like they're broken and therefore that's why he chooses them. You know, because like in 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 Kate's thing he pays for the lunchbox and lets her get away with it. Yeah. And in Sawyer's case he gives him the, the pen so he can write the letter. And you can see it to a certain extent facilitating mm-hmm. their problems. Yeah. You know, like making it worse, almost like he's pushing them in that direction, Mm -hmm. whether than they're just falling towards him, you know? And so I feel like, I feel like there's something, there's something there that you could interpret if you wanted to. Yeah. In terms of him being, you know. Like it, but is he trying to help them, right? Like, right. Is he trying to help with their, their, their kind of problem? Yeah. Anybody's guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can't really tell. You can't really tell. But, I mean, Man in Black has his big speech where he says he'll come to you when you're vulnerable and so on. Yeah. And we know he did that with, like, Dogen. Like, there were definitely these instances where, you know, he jumped in at these, like, tough times and offered these deals. Uh And, you know, we think maybe that happened with the psychic. And so it's like... That's an interesting kind of... of recurring idea of of a person being vulnerable and needing sort of outside help or seeking outside help and then somebody showing up giving that help you know and kind of fixing them but then taking them down a path yeah you know so it's not i mean obviously this is like a religious context of saying like you know or even like dogan you know his son is dying he's praying you know he he wants some some sort of supernatural thing to help. Yeah. Um, and then, then, you know, he can be exploited that way. Right. Which is, which is an interesting way to look at it. I, I would have kind of loved if the show at the end, it wouldn't have worked, but I would have loved that the show at the end was like, who's the real man in black? You know? Yeah. Cause Jacob did some stuff that you could say is not great. He's responsible for people's death through negligence or indifference. There's definitely a contingent of fans who have anti-Jacob leanings, and I think it's fair to be that way to a certain extent. You know, because, I mean, even in that scene, like, when Dogen tells the story to Saeed, they highlight the fact that Man in Black made a similar offer to Saeed, Mm -hmm. saying that in a way, they're kind of similar in what they're doing. Yeah. You know? And it's true. Like, that's what he said. He said, uh, if you do this for me, I'll bring Nadia back. And it's not really that different mm-hmm. <laughs> from what Jacob did. But it's kind of strange. Yeah. I-, I think also there's the question of Jacob and the others. The extent to which he supported what they did. The extent to which he supported Ben. The- all that's left pretty open, I think. Widmore, too. Like, all the stuff. The Purge. Like, to what extent he was behind any of that, mm-hmm. the lists, all that stuff. I mean, I feel like it's it's very vague exactly who, because sometimes you had the others, individuals doing things they wanted to do, but then there was also these orders coming in, supposedly, and it's really never worked out in detail, like, how much he's responsible for them. But certainly it always bothered me towards the end when they revealed that, that 
their candidates that he chose to replace him, mm. and also that in general he brings people to the island. Yeah, he tells Richard that, and Richard's responsibility is supposed to be to be a liaison between Jacob and the people that he brings to the island. You know, but then, like, Richard ends up being with the others, the hostiles, like, the people who are literally attacking people who come to the island. And so, well, but in the guise of protecting the island, right? Because Dharma wasn't trying to protect the island. They were exploiting the island. Uh, Not unlike Man in Black, exploiting the island, the island's powers to kind of get off. Um, what I was going to say, the, um, ah, what's my train of thought? Um, oh, the whole thing with Jacob and the, the sort of two sides of the, you know, Jacob trying to prove the point that people are generally good, and then the idea that Jacob needs candidates, it almost, you know, in a perfectly designed kind of execution of this, you might have something like, uh, a contest where all these candidates are going to come to a playing field, the island. Yeah. And the one who proves the point who's good, you know, that people are generally good or who's the goodest or whatever, uh, is, is the candidate. So that would be Jack, right? Like this idea that like, if you, if you, you know, will have these kind of like, uh, like a tournament almost. Right. You know, a tournament of life and death, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who, and, but, but at the end of this, if the if if a bat if Ben is the guy who's left, it proves it's Man in Black's point. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of this, if if you know if uh, Jack is left, or he you know has the most quote unquote power on the island or influence on the island or whatever, like then then Jacob's point. It should be both both things should happen at the same time. They shouldn't be independent of each other. Yeah, you know, he should be able to prove people are good and get the candidate that proves that people are good. Yeah. You know, but I feel like the way they set it up, you could have it go either way. Yeah. You know, people could be good, but guess what? All the candidates are dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or people are really bad, yeah, but I got my candidate. Them. Yeah. You know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. They don't... They don't fit together very well, and it's kind of frustrating, because the one thing is, like, a big theme, mm-hmm. a big grand yeah. question... Something closer Who's to the meaning of life. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. what is goodness and badness? What is the essential nature of humans? Yeah. Like, that's a, a little broad. Huge... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's, yeah. But then, on the other hand, it's actually just a basic plot mm-hmm. point. It's... And then and then the candidates and, and that whole protecting thing is a very specific, narrower decision to make. Yeah. That... Ha- that um, that's just logistical, almost, to a degree. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. There are related questions that are bigger, like, what is the island? Uh, what does it do? What function does it serve for people? What does it mean that it has the light or whatever that's they're talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, and also, like, uh, you know, there's there's also the question of, like, the idea of the island needing to be protected and the way people just... Decide that for themselves. That's the way the protectors have always done it, seemingly. Yeah. And this has just been passed down, you know? And so that's a general... That fits in with the general theme of the show fairly well. Yeah. 
the fact that they just have to make those decisions in the end. And it makes the whole thing seem less less unsatisfying when I think about it that way. Because that really is a, a very con- um, consistent theme running through the entire show that you can see in this episode as well as you can in most episodes mm-hmm. of like people uh, interpreting what they see and making a judgment and deciding what to do based on what they think yeah. you know, is correct. And uh, it's just like... A lot of shows, a lot of stories will give you more definitive answers where they seem to be objective. And I, it all, I always wanted characters who spoke as though they had authority yeah. to be telling the correct answer. Yeah. You know, but it's certainly possible that what they were protecting didn't really matter in, as much. Well, uh, to, to a degree, like, because I was just thinking about Mother's Mother warning about, you know, uh, People are bad, and the island has this light, and they want the light, and if they get the light, they'll put out the light. <laughs> and it's not really un, uh, not unlike what Dharma did. They came, right. they were seeking the, the light, you know, they did experiments to find it and manipulate it, and all potentially destroyed it because of that, you know, luckily the swan got built, but it's like, she was kind of right. Yeah. And I do like that idea of people, you know, through greed or ambition or whatever, seeking, you know, this idea of the light that they, they just, they'll just find it on the island if they get there because it's so powerful and, and the pure form of this thing that lives in all of us. Yeah. And it's concentrated in this way that, yeah, if they do come to the island, they will just seek this thing out. You know, who wouldn't? You know, right. it is crazy and interesting. Right. Um, and pretty much everyone who gets close to it does try to examine what it's about. So even the version in the Swan Station, whatever is behind those walls, mm-hmm. you know, they do try to, they are curious about yeah. it, you know, and if they could get dig back there, they would have. Yeah. You know, um, so that, so it, it does make sense, this idea that the island needs to be protected um, because of this, the power that's there, you know. It's almost like Lord of the Rings where, you don't want the one ring to be found by anybody because anyone who gets it will be corrupted by it and and unleash evil, you know. Right. Um, so you do want to protect it and hide it. But maybe if you pull the plug and you let the island sink, you know, then that power's gone. Are you saying, like, not unlike throwing the ring into the Mordor? Yeah, and maybe that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's just the fact that it exists that's the problem, and it would be better. The temptation. Yeah. Because as long as it, is, as it exists, someone can take it and exploit it. Well, but it. even, like, but even putting it at the bottom of the ocean is putting it out of people's reach, right? Yeah. Which is kind of what they have with the island, the fact that it does move, the fact that it's hard to get yeah. to. So it is, but it is, like, it's that kind of thing of, you know, they put this powerful thing, you know, one step out of most people's reach. But that kind of wasn't good enough. So maybe we need to put right. another step out of people's reach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, it puts it puts in a different perspective for me the fact that they didn't, like, definitively reveal what the consequences were for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know? And they had all these people saying these, like, crazy pronouncements of, like, everybody's gonna die. It, the whole world's gonna end. 
you know, and, but then in the end, like, they don't really tell us one way or the other. They don't show the outside world at all, mm-hmm. if it's affected or not. And sometimes all you need is a detail, like, when we see the end of this episode, we see the, the two guys in the station, and they're, they're, they, they, they get the report about the electromagnetism. It would have been a nice detail to say, wow, this, the, the level of this is unprecedented. Or, this is on a level we never thought was possible. Which might suggest, if gone unchecked, the world could have been destroyed. Right. But when it's just like, yeah, we detected it, you don't really, you can't really make that assumption that it was, that it was more special than just what we saw. Yeah. You know, or was, would have been more wide-reaching than just what we saw. Yeah. You know. Another thing about it that feels like kind of a cheat to me is like the fail save because it, it it makes me think because you know Desmond does it and it's like it's dangerous I guess you have to go down there and do it maybe no one wants to do it but it's like if the whole swan problem can be solved by turning this fail safe thing it makes the button seem unnecessary it makes it seem like they just needed one brave person to go down there and turn the key and then uh no more problem no one has to push the button anymore. well but that's not what they wanted right they didn't want the button out to be pressed. Dharma in its heyday, right? They were doing experiments. They, they weren't done yet. Maybe the failsafe is built so when, when at the end, when they're going to decommission Dharma and they're done with whatever their projects are, okay, then we can turn this. Then the world is safe. But for now, we have a way to keep it going. We can keep our experiments going until, you know, plus, you know, you have that. Plus you have whatever the pearl is about looking at the swan. So that's important to keep it going, too. You know, the question is like, the incident's still crazy to me. It's still vague because now it's yeah. double meaning. And then you have the leak, but then you have the button, which which suppresses the leak, or it's kind of like a, a, a valve that releases yeah, it a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, so the pressure doesn't explode. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, you have the fail save, which is almost doesn't make any sense. Um,. Because it seems like it's a failsafe for the button. Yeah. But it does the opposite of what the button does. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I mean, yeah, no, I guess you're right. It just makes Dharma seem crazy, which I guess they are. But, like, the idea that this thing was so important. But it makes it seem like it had to have been, to a certain extent, a psychological experiment to make them push the button. Because, you know, there's so many other things they could have done... If it wasn't about pushing the button, you know, if it was just about, like, studying the magnetism and stuff like that, which, like, we saw, I mean, the people in the swan, they weren't doing science. They weren't doing anything but, like, entering numbers, Mm -hmm. you know? So it really feels to me like they used a real thing as a psychological experiment, Hmm. you know, which seems crazy because if it's that important, if it's that critical then there should be a backup. It should be safe, you know. But to even even use something like that in that way is crazy, which makes me want to say it's real. But then I don't... If if it's real, I don't understand why it's like that. Yeah, I'm trying to piece it together. Um... It just kind of remind it kind of reminds me of the others and their dressing up. Like there's these cases where 
you have you have this artificial thing, but it's like kind of real. It's kind of true in some <laughs> circumstances, and other circumstances, you, it's just supposed to be artificial. Yeah, and it's like, why is it so complicated? Like, why can't the answer just be like, uh, yes, uh, it's it's real? Because it's about interpretation, right? Exactly. And, and if you ex- look at the same thing from different perspectives, you have different interpretations. So if you're yeah. in this one station and you see it, you think it's real. If yeah. you're in the Pearl Station, you see it, you think it's not. Yeah. You know, so that's part of the answer. Exactly. Um, it still should make sense, but... Um, but I think it's strange they never they never had a definitive answer on, like, what happened. You know, was it a, a psychological experiment to some extent or no? Uh, and also, like, what really does happen... If you don't do the fail-safe and you don't push the, the button. The question is, how, you know, from when the, the incident happened to when the button was first pressed, what time frame is that? Because the incident as we know it is when Julia sets off Jughead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bomb explodes. Presumably it implodes or something so that no one around the area necessarily dies because they still, you know... Yeah. And it has any radioactive fallout, too, of course. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. did we talk about that? Being the sickness? Radiation? I'm sure we did at some I point. I think so. Um, I think it's a good theory, but I actually think another possibility for the sickness is the poison gas. Yeah. Well, that's a big one. Yeah, that's yeah. the most likely thing. Yeah. Um, although, quarantine should be an infectious thing. I agree. But nevertheless, okay, so... They're blurring that distinction. Yeah. I mean, they specifically say infected here, but yeah. it's like... Yeah. Doesn't really seem like it's an infection. Uh, what was I going to say? So we see, okay, well, yeah, we see the incident is when they blow up the hatch. So if that's when the leak was started, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when, okay, this energy was contained and now there's a leak. And if the leak keeps going, the pressure's going to build and it's going to explode. Uh, then when was the station built? Because you got 108 minutes from when the first leak starts to when you need to stop. You can't build a station yeah. in 108 minutes. So then it makes it seem like, okay, well, no. The leak must have started after the station was, like, as they were building the station, yeah. they maybe did something wrong. But then you still, okay, well, then when was the computer built? You know, when was yeah. that installed? You know, because you still got 108 minutes, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's a very good point. I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really add up, that whole thing. I feel like it should have been... Um, when they did the incident, I mean, based on what we heard here, too, it seems like it's implied that the incident was after they constructed the station. Yes. And it should have been. I feel like at least one element of that is that they didn't want to rebuild the hatch set, so they didn't want to show it again. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, that's at least one reason why when they see the incident, it's not built yet. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to... You also have the, the concrete wall that Saeed compares to Chernobyl... Yeah. That connects fairly well with the idea of like a uh, hydrogen bomb being activated there and they poured over it with concrete and that sort of works, you know. But yeah, I totally agree the 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 leak, the thing that the incident supposedly caused. I mean, they could not have finished the station in under 108 minutes, set up the entire computer system yeah. and got it going. They must have done something in the meantime. So maybe there's some mysterious mysterious thing that they did in the meantime to mitigate the leak until yeah. they built the station. Yeah. I mean maybe maybe they had they had like a more crude way of doing it and then that was the system they installed to do it automatically. 
I mean, you know, it's funny. The you know, Man in Black when he when he's telling Mother about uh, the donkey wheel, he says, you know, it's a system he built to channel the light and the water. And I wonder if that's what the Swan Station does to that site. Is when you enter the code, it's it, it, there's some system of pulleys or something, something with the water, and it's you know directing the light somewhere else. Or I wonder if that's kind of the, the mechanism behind it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they drew clear connections with that because, like, the way they portray uh, when Desmond turns the failsafe here, and the way they portray when they uh, move when they turn the wheel. Yeah. And and move the island like they're they're very similar, and so I feel like they they definitely want to say that the source of this power it's the same. Can I just say we're looking at the uh, the 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 uh, season two disc six Blu-ray uh, on the screen right here. Uh, and it just shows, you know, I guess it's the island. But the sky's purple. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention that since uh, Claire yeah. says the sky was violet. Yeah. Um, and it's something I remember they repeat next season. And they talk about when the sky turned purple. Yeah. It was something they wanted to portray, clearly, because they keep saying it. But the visual Why didn't they turn didn't really the work. purple up on the ed- in editing? I don't know It's why. really weird. We always see it as white. Yeah. With, the other times, it's the same way. Mm-hmm. But I think they continue to say the sky turned purple. It's really strange. That's a question Carlton and Dave need to answer. Is yeah. But it, again, I mean, we can go to our new, uh, mm-hmm. my, our new, our, our, our original catch-all answer was deleted scene. Right now, it's perspective. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like they saw purple, we saw white. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that matter? Yeah. And why are they making that matter if it does matter? Yeah, it really shouldn't matter. Please tell me it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's but I wonder if this choice of a purple uh, screen here has anything to do with the episode. I th- I would say that's there's a safe bet. It's strange because it doesn't seem like an iconic last shot. It's not clear. <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah, it seems too specific. It's not clear that it's the island actually. Yeah, I mean, not clear. there's no reason this has to be the island. Yeah, it's just like a tree. And some brush. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the water, bushes. but that does look like There's land. water? Well, it looks like this might be water. Oh, if that's water, then I get it. I but just can't, so tell. can't tell. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so flat. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's so strange. And the clouds rolling. I mean, it's kind of nice and creepy and, yeah. you know, uh, there's a... You know, loneliness thing going on. Yeah, there's no, no. But it, it, I feel like their typical thing like this, like screen, has some more iconic thing. Yeah, something that's like quintessentially lost. Mm-hmm. It's not like anything happened under that tree. Yeah, you know. Well, that's what the purple sky made me think. Of. Yeah, I think that's a good theory because the sky looks definitely more purple than it usually does. Yeah, and they never show really shots like this in these load screens. Yeah. You know, where it's, like, tinted some color. Not that I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a good catch. Alright, um... What else for this episode, or Lost in general? I mean, I would reiterate what I said in the last episode, which is, like, I think this episode, it's it's interesting, and it definitely had some, some cool uh, developments and stuff, but it's definitely, like less mysterious Mm -hmm. than uh, some of the previous episodes have been. Yeah. Like, question mark or something like that. Like, it's it's a lot more, like, down-to-earth action-adventure kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? The encounter with the others. The struggle at the hatch was largely just kind of straightforward. 
Yeah. I'm going to lock him out. I'm going to get dynamite and blow it up. Oh, it didn't work. You know, and then, oh, I've got the fail safe because it's all real. You know, and it's, it's kind of practical, like, progression. And there's no, there's no smoke monster. Yeah. There's no real, like, supernatural forces intervening. Mm-hmm. And so we just see, like, you know, basic, but it's, I mean, it's very good, I think. I mean, it's a very well put together episode. We learn a lot of stuff about Desmond. Yeah. And. Michael and Wall get away. Yeah. They're leaving the island, never to be seen again. We're not going to see them for a while, if ever again, exactly. Um, it felt, yeah, I remember being very disappointed by that, because um, I wanted to see them sooner than we did. Oh, it took forever. It was a long-ass time. I mean, it was it was a whole season and a half before yeah. <laughs> before they showed up again. Yeah. And, yeah. And it just, and the, the, just, the ending was just vague. It was like the others gave up Walt. Ben says he wasn't happy with the plan, but then later they tell us it was his plan. Uh, mm-hmm. why I is, assume he's lying about that, you know, that he's making Michael feel like he's getting... I don't know, it feels like he's yeah. lying about, like, I'm not happy with this. Obviously it's not. I wouldn't put it past Ben to lie. Mm-hmm. He's done it once or twice. <laughs> but, and it, it, it makes sense, it's fine. But it just leaves open the question of, like, why they wanted Walt, how much they wanted him. I mean, it, it just felt, especially at the time, it felt weird. Well, it feels weird to give him up after wanting him. Yeah, exactly. Like, going to all the trouble to get him. I mean, ostensibly... Well, we know why they gave him up, though. I know. Yeah. It's true. Although, you know, Walt could have stayed on the show in some weird way where they write it where the others keep Walt, and he's just mm-hmm. not in the scenes, you know, yeah. he's off screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the way they have the time passage on the show, at some point they could bring him out again once it's sort of caught up to where it looks normal. Yeah. No, you're right. There's a practical consideration there that, like, can't be ignored, I think. And any time the narrative has problems and the explanation is that, like, it's harder to just criticize the writing. But it still bothers me because it seemed like he was so important. Yeah. The way they played I, it off. I imagine it's version of Lost that's really interesting because of Walt's powers and his importance to the to the others. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just, it only, I mean, they even said it, like, having him kidnapped was, like, a reaction to the realization that he was getting old because it was going to keep him off screen. But I feel like it generated even more interest in him. And it would have been better to, like, do something else to get yeah. him off screen. Something that didn't make well, him even more Well, and season one didn't help with... Him and Locke and the, the yes, all that you know his his crazy his craziness premonitions don't open it mm-hmm. and then even in season don't open it, Mister Locke. And then even season two, they continue it with like Shannon seeing the crazy backwards talking Walt, mm-hmm. and he's there when she gets killed yeah. by Anna Lucia. It's like, and then mm-hmm. you know they bring him back at the end of season three. Yeah. And uh, every time it makes him seem interesting and crazy and, like, tied into big mysteries. You know, but he wasn't at all. Yeah. You know, he's a very ancillary character in the grand scheme of things. Like, he plays almost no role in the bigger plot. Yeah. But they really built him up a lot, you know. But again, it's, it's just an example of that, them leading us down this road and then, like, shrugging their shoulders and saying, like... Why did you expect more than that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's on you. It's on you, why? <laughs> Alright, I'm just thinking of... Um... 
something else I was going to say about Walt. Oh, the idea that, you know, yeah, he never even, again, like what you were just saying, but, you know, he never really even claims his powers. Yeah. You know? Because if, if he really was remote viewing and doing all this stuff, and it's kind of like, yeah, you yeah. didn't know you were doing that. He doesn't acknowledge you know, it at all. You know, or he's like, yeah, I've been warning about the guy. I've been trying to remote view myself back to the <laughs> island, you know? like Right, right. He says he has a dream. He did you say know? he had a dream about... I really, God, I really wish... There was, you know, his dream actually like meant something to the yeah. show. Like he, it was a, it was like a warning to Locke or something. Yeah, or, like it was a war. Like that would have been nice. Yeah. It would have been nice if they tied it in better. Yeah, because it, it just, in retrospect, it just feels awkward because it's like he saw the man in black pretending to be Locke. Yeah, like really, like it'd be different if he said, you know, I saw you standing on a beach, but it didn't seem like you. Yeah. You know, just yeah. a little something. That would be nice. Just a little something. That would work way better. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, it just feels like manipulation. It feels like... I mean, it's kind of okay because, again, it's down to his interpretation. But, like, it, it, it is frustrating because it... it they really... And, it, I mean, it just goes back to the way the show, like, fucks Locke over. Mm-hmm. But, like, they really built up this idea of... Locke, you know, he goes off the off the island and he totally fails to convince anyone to come back and he dies yeah. just completely desperate and hopeless. Yeah. And uh, the idea that, like, finally, you know, He's after reborn. his death, Jack is convinced and he does, like, it does motivate him to get everyone together and finally Locke's dream is realized. Yeah. And his body is transported back and he comes back to life. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a mission. Like, he's resurrected. You know? Now he's got a mission. He's completely convinced in the path he's supposed to be on. Yeah. He's right all along. Yeah. All of this stuff. Oh, guess what? It's not him. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, the characters that we've seen, like, telling him to do stuff this whole time, that's who it is. Yeah. He's been using him the whole time, and this was his plan all along, <laughs> you know. And it's like, and Walt's thing points in the other direction. It feels like it's a it's a premonition about Locke, mm-hmm. you know. It's telling him, you know, it's like Walt's like seeing the future or something, and like it sort of works on that level. But yeah, it would it would have been nicer if there was actually some foreshadowing there. Yeah, I would have liked that a lot better because it's just. <sighs> It's just weak and vague, just just like this scene with Ben, where it's just like people don't really say enough mm-hmm. for for me to like understand where they're coming from, or for the for the point of what they're saying to like have weight. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just kind of blah. I wonder by the time we get back to Locke's death, if we'll understand the point of them writing his final his final thought being I don't understand. Yeah. Because I, I do feel like that goes back to the thing we've been talking about of perspective mm-hmm. and, and placing meaning. Because yeah. I was thinking, like, what if his final thought was, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah. What would that, how how would that change things? Yeah. You know, even if even if it was the idea that he understood he needed to die for some reason, um, and, and him saying he understands it now, but but yeah, them running the opposite, like I don't understand. Has I wish to mean someone something like, about his character and his journey, and you know, not just how lame he is. Right? <laughs> They've got to be doing that right. for a theme reason, not just to show that he's a sad character and you know, pity him or something. Yeah, yeah. 
like maybe he would have understood if something else, if he would have been convinced, you know, maybe understanding is something you give yourself. Right. You know, maybe, you know, the, mm-hmm. the only understanding you have is what you convince yourself you have right. or something. Right. Right. I mean, the man in black says that to like kind of compliment Locke in a way. I mean, that's the point he goes to after that. So it's okay. And, but the thing is, like, I feel like, especially because that ends up being the point, he's not, I don't think he's lying about that. I mean, I think we're supposed to take that as real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, that really was his final thought, Locke's fi- officially, yeah. you know. And, because he, I mean, he has all these memories. Yeah. And uh, he knows who murdered him and stuff like that. It's clear, like, he wasn't there, so he must have, yeah. like, digested these memories somehow, you know. But it would have been nice if there was some way for another character to, like, contradict it. Or for someone to come back and say, no, that's not what he said. At the end, he realized, or he understood. Like Miles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Miles could have done that because his body was on the island. It would have been really cool if they could have had a comeback to that. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like there was a little bit of that at the end when, like, Jack... uh, gives it to him, like, you wear his face, but you're nothing like him. Mm -hmm. You know, there's... There was some, like, pushback on his constant kind of insulting of Locke. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it would have been more satisfying, especially because it's Locke's final moments, to not let it just rest as being just sad and pathetic yeah. and with no real meaning, you know? Like, he wanted his life to have meaning so desperately, and he ended with just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking that, like, his whole life had been a waste, and he was right all along, you know, like, in the fact that his, you know, that he wasn't important, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, ever thinking that he was more than that was just delusional, and, you yeah. know, like, he was totally justified in that. Yeah. And on the other hand, the fact that Ben had tried to murder him already, previously, yep. I mean, I feel like he shouldn't have been that shocked that Ben tried to kill him. Yeah. I think that's the thing, he just, he's not shocked that Ben tried to kill him, he just didn't understand why he's trying to kill him now. Yeah, 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 I guess that's the Like, point. what, 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 like, what did I do to make you kill me in this moment? And why do I need to die now? Is sort of how I interpret those words. Yeah. You know? uh, especially considering he was just about to kill himself. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't understand that he just said a bit of, you know, information that Ben wants now. But I guess Ben didn't have to kill him. I yeah. I don't know because Ben. It's a hard know, question to answer. Ben doesn't know he needs. Like, they need the body to come back, right? Uh, that's a good question. I really don't know what he knows at that point. It, because they don't really show us. Like, we see Ben collaborating with Miss Hawking, but, like, we don't know how long that was going on. So, I mean, she's the one who had the thing about the body, so he may or may not have already <laughs> known about it. But he also says that he thought Locke being dead was essential to motivating Jack. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being kind of true. Yeah. And, you know, he knew that's what it took to get them back. And he... But Locke had information that he wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's... I mean, he that's basically everything he says to explain, like, what he was doing. Yeah. You know, with Locke. And it, it kind of makes sense, I think. Because, yeah, if Locke doesn't die, then... A lot of those plot lines are, are weird, um, but it does depend on us making assumptions about, like, what Ben knew, when, and why. But I do think there's a, there's a point in that story that's kind of a, 
uh, as in many places in Lost, like kind of a missing piece, which is that uh, Christian tells Locke about Miss Hawking. Like, that's actually the origin of that. He says, go see uh, yeah. Ellie's Hawking. And, which is Man in Black's telling him to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's the one, and he tells Widmore about it. Why does Man in Black know what Hawking is doing off the island? Like, I understand he knew he <laughs> met another when she was there on the island as another. But yeah, that's crazy. I mean, theoretically, I can think of ways that he could know. He could have, like, scanned an other who knew, you know, or something. But okay. it's definitely off screen. I mean, yeah. it's definitely all sort of. Hidden away. Yeah. And the thing is, we don't know who that is talking at the time. Mm-hmm. So, for all we know, he's sort of an omniscient character. You know? So, but it, it is interesting that that whole idea comes from him. Mm-hmm. He's the one that tells uh, Locke, and Locke tells Widmore and Ben. And that's where she gets involved in the story. And it kind of leaves open this idea of like her being involved. Mm-hmm. Like, to what extent? And she's the one who's really insistent on Locke's body has to go back. And he's got to wear, like, Christian shoes and stuff. All this stuff that ties it in with the Man in Black's plan. And it should play such an essential role in that. But there's never, like, step two where they reveal that Man in Black had been manipulating her somehow and convinced her that she needed to do these things. Mm -hmm. You know? Or what communication she had with Jacob. It's just weird. I mean, that whole idea that she was convinced they needed to go back to the island. Why? That's that's what I'm saying is, like, the missing part. Like, they never really tell us why she was invested in that. And they left open, like, possibilities. And it's weird because she's supposed to be... She was another. She's supposed to be protecting the island. But then she leaves. Yeah. And never really look back until later when she starts to work for them again. And she looks back again, yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't need to go back to the island. Mm -hmm. but, But some other people do. Yeah. That, why, you know? It's strange. It's strange. It worked at the time when we didn't really know what was going on with her. But yeah, I think in retrospect, it, it doesn't really add up. Her story is strange. I don't, I don't think they, I don't, I, it doesn't feel totally thought through yeah. in terms of the different roles she plays as, especially with Desmond, as the leader of the others, as Faraday's mother, as, you know, being in a, a relationship with Widmore, as the yeah. time-traveling police, <laughs> as the woman in the, you know, controlling the, the lamppost station. time constable, please. She just plays, like, way too many roles, I think. Yeah. And they just do not fit together. It feels like there's different characters played by the same actress. Yeah. And with the same name. Perspective. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then, like, Desmond sees her, and he's like, you... But it's not even a big thing. Like, they, they're just like, yeah, it was, yeah, that was me. Whatever. You know, like, there's no, there's no big, like, question of, like, who are you? What are you doing? Like, what's your mm-hmm. stake in all this? Yeah. Like, it seems to be implied that she has a stake and that's all you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's strange. Whereas, like, Widmore was given at least uh, a clearer sort of explanation of his... Uh, level of information and stakes they tell us Jacob came to him and told him to do stuff Yeah. period 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 and before that he was trying to get back to the island because he was kicked off by Ben and it all works you know but like Miss Hawking doesn't get that that kind of story yeah you know she's just kind of left hanging in terms of what her stake is for the island after she leaves 
how she ends up like staying in contact with the others and then running the lampposts later. Obviously, she did that much later. I mean, yeah. Dharma must have been like manning that station at some point. Yeah, you know. Interesting. We'll never know, obviously. But this is the beginning of all that. Yeah. You know? And I remember, like, reading about that Widmore scene and just being, like, blown away by the idea we're going to see Widmore. And I thought he was going to be, like, this huge important character, which I guess he is. Listen, a war is coming. (laughs) Oh, my God. The war that never happened. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. It was a cool episode. Good finale. Definitely makes me excited for next season. I'm sure it won't let us down at all. No, I mean, the next season's got to be as good as this or better. (laughs) So, yeah, I can't wait for season three. Absolutely. We'll have to wait a year, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, no, it's been fun getting through season one and season two now. Um, That only took, like, three years. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the way I see it, season one and two are kind of a unit. Season three is a transitional phase. Yeah. And then four through six are kind of a unit. Yeah. It's almost like a roller coaster, you know? Where you're, like, the first two seasons are, it's, like, the going up the hill. Yeah. And then season three is where, right before you go down, the, you know, yeah. you're, just, you're at the top of the peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then the end of, se- the beginning of season four is, like, the roller coaster just starts yeah. the ride. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And you just hold on until the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have to go back. Literally, until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. That was the title. That was the title. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.